All right. Let's turn it on. Attack commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to the Goa Weekly. It's Pete here, and across from me, not Dan, but the historian. Yes, Inferno. Uh, Inferno slash Chriso. So, what do you like being called? Do you like the historian? Do you like Inferno? Do you like I really Chriso? like the in- historian because it attaches me to my history here. Yeah. Actually, Inferno's yeah. good too. Yeah, Inferno. What? Oh, it's the best. Just the bloke. Just legendary. Uh, legendary. Tonight on the show, Xbox launch titles. Uh, we're going to be rolling through them. Break down Xbox a little bit because myself and yours truly, uh, Mr. Inferno slash historian slash Chriso slash Mr. Xbox himself. have got an Xbox Series Oh, my God. X, and we have them in our hot little hands so as we speak. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed and the community is not happy. Uh, we'll share a tweet from one of their head blokes and Sam Crowther from Movember as well. He's going to join us to go through Movember and we're going to tell you what we're doing for it. Game on! Game on! It's game time! Excellent! Game on! Game on! It's game time! Excellent! Uh, hello, my name's Pete. My name's Chris. And for the next hour, we're going to bang on about games because we bloody love gaming, Chris. Eh? We do indeed. And there's only one thing better than gaming. It's bloody gaming, Chris. Bloody gaming. It's bloody gaming, mate. Oh, my God. You've got to get bloody gaming into you. <clears throat> you really do. Now, um, tonight, Dan's not here. Uh, he is off doing something else, and that's perfectly fine because we have a wonderful team joining us. Um, Chris, so for people who have listened to this podcast for the first time, can you give them a little bit about yourself, please? Yeah, I've been in, in Goa in the community, started off in the community like we all do, uh, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Three, yeah, mate, four, four freaking years ago. years ago. Long time ago. Yeah. And I came into the community when I just had my first daughter, and so up at late at night trying to figure out what to do. The TV's too loud. So go on the phone. There's only things, only so many things you can look at at Twitter and Facebook. So I found this, actually it was on Facebook when you just launched your Facebook site. Yeah. With that amazing Goa logo. Yes. The, the Microsoft Paint one. Yeah, the Microsoft Paint hand-drawn one, yeah. Um, and funnily enough, uh, Dan's sister, Alicia, is the husband of my best friend's brother. Dan's sister, Alicia, husband of your best friend's brother. Yep, got it. Yep, yep. So I saw, that's how, that's how I saw it pop up. No kidding. I didn't follow the page directly. I just saw that pop up because of the connection, the family connections in Facebook. Yeah. And away we went. Unbelievable. And now I'm chief editor and getting Xboxes. I did. Well, master chief editor. Master uh, yeah, you chief are. Editor. And getting Xboxes, you bloody beauty. I mean, Which is <laughs> insane. <laughs> Woo! Uh, we're doing this from the Hit Studios, <clears throat> 92.9 in Perth. And I've rocked up because this is where I get most of my stuff sent because I don't trust... Um, people driving past my front door. I'm the same. Um, and uh, yeah, here it is. And I'll tell you what, um, we'll get into a little bit of Xbox chat because at the moment, um, Embargo for us doesn't lift. Now, for those of you who don't know what Embargo is, Embargo is the company who sends this stuff out, goes, hey, there's a go live embargo of, for us, it's uh, 9 p.m. Oh, Australian Western Standard Time tonight, yep. the 28th of October. Um, and that means that we can't show a thing. Like, it can't show anything about it. The only thing that we can show is the cardboard box that it's come in. Yeah. Um, not even the packaging, nothing. So it's crazy to believe that between us right now and our wonderful viewers and people listening is a thin piece of cardboard uh-huh. between us and the Xbox. So um, there's some things that uh, I had to say about it just from purely lifting it up in yeah. the first place. Oh. Right, yeah. I reckon you. Th- I reckon you thought the same thing. So yeah. that that coming up when we cover Xbox, um, but we're going to put in a phone call here because we are on the verge of Movember, and we are getting involved as a uh, as a big crew of Mo Bros and Mo Ladies as well. Um, and a big shout out to um, Natty who's spearheading this incredible project. For it looks Movember. really cool and straight jacket yeah, Jimmy there on board, and they're just doing such a wonderful job as well. Um, but we're going to give him a call. <clears throat> His name is Sam Crowther, and he's the partnerships MoBro for Movember. And bear with us a sec, because of course we do everything live. 
excuse me, on this podcast. Um, All right, here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Hello, Sam speaking. Hello, Sam speaking. It's Pete and Chris O from Game on Australia. How are you, mate? <laughs> Good thing, Pete. G'day, Chris O. Hey, Sam. How are you? Uh, we are going extraordinarily well. Uh, as we've mentioned just before, we popped your number into our phone here and uh, gave you a call. You are the Partnerships Mobro over at Movember. My goodness, mate, hasn't it come around quick? Yeah, look, I can hardly believe it's the hairy season again um, that, we're, that we're back here. Um, I feel like we've we've just kind of yeah this year's been in fast forward, uh, obviously you know for obvious reasons. But um, I am pretty excited that we're back here because it is my favourite time of the year. Now, um, Chris, oh, uh, for, uh, uh, sorry, um, uh, Sam, for people who don't know what the partnerships Mobro um, is and what he does, and uh, your history in the organisation Movember as well, um, can you bring us up to speed, mate? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah, uh, awesome. So for me, I've actually been on the MoTrain for a couple of years. Um, interestingly, we, we measure how long we've been at Movember by how many campaigns you've done. So this is my, my third campaign at Movember, um, but came to the organisation as a, as a MoBro. So I've been participating for a, a number of years before that. Um, my role, I actually kind of look after um, partnerships across our, our technology space. Um, as well as construction and mining. So obviously we have a focus on those male-dominated industries. Um, my particular interest, uh, interest in technology really comes from my um, previous roles in um, you know, various tech companies. So for me, I think there's a you know, really great um, opportunity for us to, um, to work with you know, great organisations and, and, and you know, um, scale Movember's message across great partnerships and you know, great platforms and um, yeah, so I guess this year is a you know a really really interesting year just because of the way technology is has really you know rapidly the the uptake is hastened so incredibly and um and I think the way we connect is really differently um this year too so um it's a you know really interesting year for us and um and there's some you know I guess a, it's a really important um, year for us in in kind of sharing our message around uh, mental health and suicide in particular given the challenges um, a lot of men are facing at the moment. Sam, uh, with um, Movember, you know all these great ideas always start, you know, you know, somewhere very, very small. Um, this this very organisation goer started as a as a couple of guys who just one day looked at each other and said, "How cool would it be to, um, you know, build a podcast to the point where we might get a free game one day?" Uh, and now <laughs> here we are. Um, can, a question without notice. Uh, how did Movember start? Was there a catalyst at some point? Was it literally a couple of blokes in a room sharing a beer going, we could grow a mo in November? Yeah, actually, you've, you've basically hit the nail on the head. So uh, it actually started um, two mates, uh, uh, Trav Garoni and Luke Slattery, um, many, many years ago, or not that many years ago, depending uh, how you look at it. So back in 2003, actually, um, kicked things off. They were actually um, sharing a beer at a pub in Fitzroy uh, here in Melbourne, and yeah, and kind of kicked this off, realizing that uh, that men weren't really growing mows anymore, or that it was kind of uncool to grow this mustache. And um, I guess in the you know in the couple of years since that, um, well, you know the first years they they really just got a few mates together. I think there were thirty mates, kind of, of their closest mates, growing a mustache for uh, one of their mates' birthdays. And then the following year they they did it again, and there were more people wanting to get involved, and they raised about thirty grand for the Prostate Cancer Foundation of wow. Australia and. Yeah, and then it, it just kind of snowballed from, you know, a matter of just a few mates and a community into being something that these guys, um, you know, picked up and, um, and you know, became their jobs. And, and now they've kind of moved on. But we're, we're really lucky to have one of the founders, Trav, um, still really involved in the organisation and, and driving the creative. And um, he's kind of, you know, when he walks into the office, you know, everyone turns heads and he's kind of a... Um, a bit of a god, um, you know, amongst our team. And um, I hope he never hears this because it'll be really embarrassing for him and me. Um, but, yeah, so it's it, it really is that kind of grassroots community um, that's kind of grown into something, you know, much bigger, a global organisation. Um, we actually have an office in, um, in London, um, in uh, LA, in New York, um, Toronto, um, and the satellite teams and NZ and, and Ireland um, and a couple of the spots as well. So it truly is, a, a, you know, a global organisation now. 
how did those conversations start? Like you started in, you know, a backyard with two blokes. Now it's worldwide. How did that, how did the conversations go from there? I think, um, I think so the original kind of problem these guys were looking at were like um, these stereotypes around men. Um, so, you know, if you think back, I guess, 2003, it's like near 20 years ago, yeah. but a lot's changed in that time. Um, and they were kind of looking at this, uh, this image of men being stoic, um, you know, not talking up. Um, and with the focus around prostate cancer, um, too many men were dying. There were actually more men dying from prostate cancer than, than breast cancer. But if you looked at um, the, the kind of the media attention and, and the way um, we talked about, um, you know, prostate cancer in the media at the time, um, you wouldn't have known that. So um, I think it kind of, that was really, they, they kind of unlocked something really, really compelling that people found really interesting that we weren't kind of taking action on this, yet there was such a really big problem. Um, obviously, you know, targeting just blokes at the time with the moustache and everything, at some point you guys have gone, well, it's only half the battle. We can do so much more because you have, um, in more recent years, just done such an extraordinary job of bringing women into the fold and making them part mm-hmm. of it as well. But for, for people who might be stumbling upon this for the first time and particularly the, the women listening, how can they get involved as well, you know, outside of just growing a moustache? Yeah, yeah. Not, not so, that I know any women that can grow moustaches, <laughs> by the way. Other than my nonna, my nonna grew an absolute oh. ripper, and she was <laughs> proud of it too, mind you. Yeah, look, I, I've I've seen most sisters do an incredible job to support my Demba every year, um, and I've you know I've seen things as um, uh, most sister that I work with is committed to wearing a hot dog suit every time she leaves the house this November. Um, just you know, her sheer determination to, to raise awareness for um, you know this fantastic cause. But I think the, like, what it really boils down to is that um, most sisters, most women will have a, a significant male in their life, and whether that's a, a partner, a, a father, a brother, or a friend. Um, and we know that often for for a lot of blokes, um, it might be their it could be their their partner or their, their mother or the, the, a woman in their life that's going to be their first place of support the first person to go and speak to so it's really really important for us to be having these conversations with both men and women in the room um, because we can't we can't work at solving some of these challenges um, without actually having everyone um, having these conversations so um, yeah it's incredibly important so for most sisters we actually um, beyond just growing a mo uh, we actually encourage anyone to move during November so uh, we encourage people to run a walk 60k um, in November for the, the 60 men that we actually lose to suicide globally every hour of every day. Um, and we insane. also have a yeah a pretty shocking start. Um, by the way, just uh, just quickly, I'll, I'll drop in here. Uh, Game on Australia has a Movember team. Um, if you're it's watching exciting. Twitch right now, you can actually see it on our Twitch stream. We're just currently going through it. <laughs> um, there's a, a meet the team and everything. So, so far, uh, Harry, uh, Kian, Nat, um, Dazza, who's straight jacket Jim, uh, M Skittles, uh, myself, Cayenne, uh, oh, sorry, yeah, Cayenne uh, and Nico are all in there as well. Um, I don't know how Kian and Cayenne are going to go with growing moustaches, um, considering how prepubescent they both look. But that aside, um, they're giving it a fair old crack because it's not just what exactly um, we're just, we're not just growing moustaches. We're part of the movement as well. So um, currently nine people signed up. We encourage people in our community. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this, go to our community, you'll find the links and everything at gameonoz.com and you can participate, become a part of our team as well. We're aiming for $2,000 where if you can't grow a moustache, we've even brought up the move part of it as well as you just heard Sam talking about it two kilometers a day 60 kilometers over the month so um, there's a whole heap of stuff that we're doing on top of this Um, we've got a couple of competitions running in unison as well so one of the things that we're doing Sam and I I know there's probably a lot of creative ways to get together and I'd love to hear your thoughts on some of the best that you've seen but one of the things that the Goa team is doing the blokes in particular is we're picking our favorite video game character and we're going to emulate that moustache. 
This is bold. This is very bold. I love it. It's very bold. So some of the ones that have come out so far um, are obviously Mario and Luigi. Um, there's a there's a whole heap of mustachioed great video game characters out there. Um, Tekken, right off the top of my head, there's some beautiful mustaches throughout the characters of Tekken. What's the character in Nathan Drake, Sam Drake. Sam Drake that has a really really good name. So I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I discourage anybody from um, uh, going the Wolfenstein route and picking Hitler's mustache. That's frowned upon. Um, so please don't do that. But there's a whole heap of uh, really Sully. Sully. There you yes. go, Sully. Thanks, it was. Mate. But mate, what are some of the um, really creative, awesome ways that you've seen the community in general get involved? Whether it be gamers or uh, other people who are just general participants in Movember. Yeah, I I think there's like there's at a simple end, like there's really really fun creative ways. Um, I've heard of people auctioning off their mustache or auctioning off their face. So if you, I think one of my favourite ones is if you imagine someone dividing their mustache into eight segments um, and auctioning off each one of those segments and and giving people the opportunity to tell them what they uh, what what they have to do uh, with each segment. So one part might be dyed, one part might be grown this particular way. Um, yeah, one part might be kind of completely shaved off. And so creating this, like, yeah, monopolizing your uh, your mustache is a really that's interesting really, one. That's outside of the ball thinking, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's really good. Yeah, and uh, that's one of the, I think, the things we're most fortunate um, about at Movember is is that people kind of pick up these these ideas and these tools and, and put their own spin on it and um, and go go creative, go creative and go really loud. Um, I think probably, the, I think the really, really great ideas kind of come back to to you know, doing it with mates or doing it for a mate. Um, sometimes it can be, you know, a bit of friendly competition, but, um, you know, I've got a, a friend down here who started a, a local run um, each year and, and it's called the Flano 5K. Um, and it's just literally a bunch of mates that get together um, wearing a Flano shirt um, and, and go for a jog together. Um, and it's a bit of a, you know, community get together and a bit of fun and a bit silly because everyone loves to wear a flannel and so you dust off your flannel out of the cupboard and, and go out for this jog every year. Um, so, yeah. So, and then on the gaming front, I know um, I, we had a, a MOBRO last year that actually ran a 24-hour Hitman 2 stream. Um, the Hitman and- 2 stream, the most, the boldest character <laughs> in games. <laughs> How did he go? Uh, I would say I, I actually only only heard about this after after campaign, so I did, unfortunately didn't catch his stream. But um, I know that he's back on board again this year, which is you know um, great 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 stuff. So obviously, I think he's had a year to, to rest, and um, he's a really fantastic supporter of, of us and, and a number of charities through his platform. So um, so I think there's you know there really are um, kind of endless ways to, to get behind Movember. Um, and I think that the moustache is just a, a vehicle for being able to have these really um, important but also can really fun conversations too. Fantastic, mate. Um, you yourself uh, obviously surely will be participating. Do, how do you go growing a mo? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm actually, I've had this moustache on my upper lip because unfortunately you guys can't see it, but I've had it for probably about six months now and I'm ready for it to come off. All right. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking that because everyone's, well, not WA, but other states have been in lockdown and they've probably got a horrific mo already. Yeah, I've, I've got a bit of an ISO mullet um, yeah. brewing as well, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and mum's not overly happy. Um, but, and I love ones, but I think uh, for me, um, I'm, you know, pretty pretty excited about shaving down and I think it's actually the one time of the year where my friends and family get to see me um yeah, without any facial hair, um, which is a which is a fun one, and I'm I'm a bit silly this year. Always looking for something to do that's a bit a bit different. And um, my mate and I are organising. I was trying to find the game that had the lowest barrier to entry, um, and so we're running a bit of a Tetris tournament because I I was trying to think of ways that I could get my you know family and other friends and non gamers involved. And so um, my mate's refurbing a, an original Game Boy, and we're going to um, run nice. this month long tournament and. Just have a bit of fun with it at the same time. Oh, wow. I love that. An original Game Boy. Yep. Like, we're talking DMG01, the big brick, like 1989, yeah. 1990 style, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to give it a bit of a November spray paint and, um, yeah, maybe put a brand new screen in it, a uh, backlit screen and that kind of stuff. So make it a bit bit fun and, and just, yeah, um, get people, as many people involved as we can. We need to see it. 
Yeah, 100%, mate. Please make sure you keep us in touch uh, Keep in touch with us and let us know when you've got that thing up and running. We would love to see it come together. Um, Movember.com is where you can go to participate. If you would like to participate, as you've heard throughout this conversation, so many different ways to do so, and it doesn't matter if you're female, male, non-binary. We'll take you all. It doesn't matter. It's all for men's health and health in general, which is fantastic. Uh, Sam, before we let you go, mate, any other final points? Um, no, I get think just a big shout out to to your team and and the, you know the crew getting behind November this year. I think you guys are doing a really fantastic job in in normalising these conversations. Um, I think it comes from a really authentic place, and and that's that's the most um, the most important part is that you guys meaning what you what you're saying. And um, yeah, I'm I'm just really stoked to be able to support you guys and and you know and to hear. Um, yeah, just to hear how much you're getting behind it. So thank you. Oh, Sam, it's our pleasure, mate. Um, if anything, we're yeah, we're just glad for the opportunity to do so. So all the best with uh, this year. And, yeah, we look forward to hopefully getting to the end of it and having smashed our total and contributing in our own way. But we appreciate your time tonight. Sam Crowther, the Partnerships MoBro at Movember. Take care of yourself, mate. We'll catch up again soon. Awesome. Thank Thanks, you, Pete. Sam. Thanks, Chris. See, See you, mate. Guys. Oh, what a legend. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I've got to sign up. I'm signing up to this. I'm the move bit. I'm currently, uh, I'm currently going through some of the... There's a story on IGN. The most glorious moustaches in video games. Oh. And uh, there's a few belters in here. Yep. So we've got uh, Dr. Robotnik. Oh, yes. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Dr. Dr. Wily from Mega Man. Sorry, go back. If someone can show that, grow that in a month. Mate. Let's see Could you imagine? Let's see it happen. I'd froth. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, Dr. Wily from Mega Man is a good one. There's a few in here that, uh, oh my God, this is taking me back. Master Onion from Parappa the Rapper. I haven't played that Do one. Do you remember Parappa the Rapper? No, I don't. Oh, PlayStation. Oh, Parappa so the Rapper was the dog. Oh my God. I haven't heard Parappa the Rapper in ages. That's, awesome. That's wild. Um, Peppy Hair from Star Fox. Do a, barrel a Do a barrel roll. Sergeant Johnson from Halo. Love a good Sergeant Johnson. Yeah, 100%. Oh, Johnson. Uh, Final fights, Mr. Hagar. Uh, Bald Bull from Punch-Out. Captain Price, Call of Duty. Oh, Captain Price. Oh, my God. Salute. The man. Yes. The legend. The man. 100%. Yeah, Ariond. Parappa the Rapper. Come on, mate. Surely. Uh, Dorian from Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, yeah. He's got a really nice, um, like, a, a waxed moustache towards the end. You know, the waxing either side yeah, and then yeah, up okay. it comes yep. sort of thing. Very nice. Uh, God, I feel old just hearing Dor- Arion say, I have no idea who Parappa yeah. the Rapper is. It happens sometimes. We feel uh, old. I'm going to show you guys who Parappa the Rapper is. I'll bring up a YouTube video somewhere. Um, Parappa the Rapper YouTube PlayStation commercial. I think I'll see if there's any ads going around. Here we go. 1997. Nineteen ninety. It's really going back. It's actually a really good year for gaming. Oh, it was a ripper. Absolute ripping year for gaming. Lots of Star Wars stuff, straight jacket. Ribbit, ribbit. I cannot hold it. The last little toilet. I already sold it. Ribbit, ribbit. In the rain or in the snow, I got the funky flow. But now I really gotta go. In the rain or in the snow. In the rain or in the snow, I got the funky flow. Rapper the Rapper, great new music video game. In the rain or in the snow. Once you played it, you can't get it out of your head. The toilet over there will bring you luck, so give it up. (laughs) So cool. How cool. I feel I've heard of it before, though. So, um... Uh, it's bringing some memories back. So this was like the OG, uh, like rock band, like, oh, like yes. that sort of stuff, yeah. right? Um, where instead of having the guitar and everything, where you were pressing the different keys and strumming, yep. um, you're pressing X, triangle, square, uh, or circle the to hit the beats, right? And when you hit the beats, bang, there it is. You're getting yourself the the different rhythms. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna find another one. This these are good ad spots. God, the old ad spots on. Games back in the nineties. Every single day, stress comes in every way, and got no time for nobody. My style is rich, though fat and rich. We'll make a cake today that looks rich. Crack, crack the egg into the bowl. Crack, crack, crack the egg into the bowl. Barappa the rapper, the great new music video game. We're making us a cake that you've never seen before. Once you played it, you can't get it out of your head. 
The other day, I was called a little turkey. But I'm a chicken, got it? You beef jerky? PlayStation. PlayStation. There's Pop off, old man. There's something about that airy kind of music and the, and the the particular voiceovers of that era that just takes me back, particularly back to those nostalgic games. Yeah, no, me too. I love the trip. Um, I'm just trying to think whether or not I can find a Australian version of an ad because I remember, I seem to remember in my head somewhere, um, the beat going Parappa the rapper is the name, just something along those lines, but I just can't. Place it. But anyway, um, so good times. Old school stuff. There we go. Um, Hey, guys, Movember, once again, please go and check out our Movember page. Uh, We'll actually make it the pinned post on our Twitter right now if you want to go and check it out, at game on underscore AUS. And dive in there. Go and have a look. Feel free to join our team and our community if you'd like. But we're uh, hoping to raise $2,000. That's our current total. And then if we can get beyond that, hey, hunky-dory, every little dollar helps. It's bloody beautiful stuff. And Nana Skittles donated today. She did. Thank you, Nana Skittles. Uh, Mum's mum. How bloody good. What do you want to cover off first, mate? Everything. Xbox. Everything. Oh, my Everything God. Everything Xbox. Oh, we can't. my God. I know we can't. So this is a weird thing, isn't it? Like, we can't sort of I'll cover off anything. I'll pinch it out what we can talk about. Have you had a look at the embargo? I have. But I haven't looked at the actual detail. This is just articles that came out last week and the week before. Right. Just going over what it is. And the biggest thing for for us as gamers is what's what's at launch. Yeah, 100%. Launch titles, which we'll get into in just a sec. But if you can hear this right now, this is the Xbox Series X right now in our hands. It is here right now in our hands. Now, you received yours. I've got mine, a few other members in the team, um, and a big, 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 big thank you to Xbox for the hookup. Yes, very much so. Um, They've done such an extraordinary job in just uh, making our little organization feel included, um, because we have seen recently uh, the unfortunate closure of a lot of local ANZ journalist orgs, right? News media sites and stuff like that. So the circle's getting tighter, um, and by supporting us at Xbox, uh, you're supporting ANZ writers and content creators and stuff like that. So thank you so very much for doing this and, and including us, and we appreciate it. Um, but that's been their mantra, hasn't it? Like, including, like inclusion yeah, so. in gaming yeah. and making it open for everybody. So being a, being a part of that journey, the Xbox journey f- since 2017 or 2018 for me, specifically, um, it's just been good to go- see that growth and that connection. Mm. And they've all, like our partners that we work with, um, going back to Jim Barker in the first few days, oh, yeah. that legend. Hey, Jimmy. Um, good to see him still in the gaming industry. Five by but, five. Yeah, but mm. just to see those connections we made, got us a few games initially, Forza Horizon 4 and a few others, Crackdown 3. Yeah. Um, but now Xbox. Jeez, I Series think, um, was Forza Horizon 4 the first pre-launch title yeah, that lobbed our way? Definitely for me. And I think for the wider team, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. It was a good, it was a big vibe at the time. Yeah. We we're just so excited to be part of, part of the industry. Like we we're really part of the industry then. A hundred percent. Yeah. It actually felt like they were like, no, you guys are legit. Yeah. We're going to let you play this game before everybody else and let you be on the same page for reviewing it and launching and it was, a review and everything. So it was just gold to, to be able to log in and play knowing that maybe 50 people in Australia, maybe a yeah. hundred were yeah. playing it. And you got the achievement, you know, the first team was like finish the first race, but it was what it was a rare achievement. Yeah, right. Because no one in the world's got it. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously <laughs> launch goes and 90, 95% of players have got it. But Oh, wow. Just those feels, those first day's feels we're going to get in yeah. a few days' time. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? So um, right now holding this. Now, um, initially, the initial thoughts, right, before having even – I have opened the box to see what's inside. Yep. Just to make sure it's real. Um, and it is real, but I picked up the box for the first time yeah. and went, holy crap. It's decent. It, there's some weight here. Yep. Um, and I, like, I'm really interested to find out when we get a chance to actually open it completely. Um, and we'll be showing everybody by the way, cause we're doing some, um, filming and stuff like that around, uh, doing the unboxing and everything. You'll see all that next week. But, um, I was blown away at the sheer weight of it. And I like, 
I uh, thought to myself, okay, I wonder how much in there is sort of like how much other stuff's in there. Yeah, we don't know. Or if it's yeah. just good, solid Xbox console yeah. weight. You know what I mean? So it's going to be really interesting. But it, like it feels like a hefty machine. Like to me, it just I just kind of go, that feels like good quality. You know yeah. what I mean? Like heavy yeah. is good quality. It feels like, solid. These kinds of things have really good packaging around them and it can't be that much packaging you know, the weight of it can't be yeah. all packaging, you know? Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, we, we are chomping at the bit to open this up. But we um, now, mate, you've got a list of games there. Yes. Uh, these are the launch titles, right? Now, again, thank you to Xbox because they've kindly also sent us um, a whole heap of codes for a heap of games that we're currently downloading as we speak um, that will be made available to us to play the Xbox with. Uh, and also premium game pass as well ultimate game pass ultimate game pass months. oh my goodness ultimate game pass i mean game pass is just insane value and it's about to get better when this launches and ea play joins game pass yeah that's right yeah actually when's that happening when's november ea 10. play november 10 yeah so by the time we're we're like well into this we will have the next 12 months of like ea play as well as yep. everything else coming on game pass battlefield too. series the mass effect series the dragon age series <sighs> oh my god it's insane like, uh, it's unbelievable. Have you booked time off? No, but I really should. But I, I, I've I've got a family holiday coming up next month, uh -huh. which is the day after the Xbox launches. Yep. So I've got to look after the fam first. Yeah, no, 100%. Yep. Christmas break coming up. So we're having two weeks off at work. So I've got to, I've got to use leave for that. Uh -huh. And I've got zero left. Yeah, right. Okay. So yeah. I can't have a gaming holiday anymore, which is a bummer. But yeah. family and work, got to come first. Yeah, no, I'm the same. Um, I really just, want to take a day off. Though. I, I just, I think I'm going to make one of my days an Xbox day. I think it has to. Be. Like, it has to be the sheer it? volume of of quality gaming that we need to do to get mm. these reviews out and do yep. it do it a good service. I think we need to. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a Friday. I think it's going to be a Friday night. Yeah, for an Xbox night. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just yep. play all night. Just the old pizza and puda nights for yeah. me anyway. Pizza and console nights. Pizza and puda. Yep. Um, okay, mate. Well, let's dive into some of these titles and get some thoughts. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of stuff here that you have either played before or have played the series of. So let's go through them. What have you got? Let's start with what we've already played. So there's going to be optimized graphically versions of Gears 5. And just by the way, Dave Batista is Marcus Phoenix. Yeah, how good. Amazing. Now, we were talking about this... Uh... Hi, Heath Kate. Uh, we were That's talking about this... What? That's wifey. Oh, it is too. Hi, Heather. How are you going? <laughs> she just said, Pfft, you wish. I know. Mm. I don't get any days off. Um, we're parents, mate. I am whipped. What's a day off? But yes, uh, so Dave Batista, uh, we've wanted him as Marcus Phoenix forever. Now we have him. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting play, isn't it? Because you can switch him off. Yeah. Which I find... I find that weird. It I, is a little weird. I'm just like, why wouldn't you just put him in? Yeah, because I'm like, I've played the game and finished it for the review when it came out, I think last year. And now to go back and play it again with him in it, it's going to be weird. Like, yep. I'm, a, I'm a diehard Gears fan and I, I forget the, well, not very diehard, am I? I forget the real actor's name for Marcus Phoenix. But um, it's going to be weird having Dave in. But yeah, you have the ability to turn him off. So I'll play him a bit and then... See how he feels. See, that's a it's a fun one. I'm a, I'm on the other side of that because I've I've uh, I played Gears Four. Okay. As um, an entry. Sorry. As an entry. As an entry. Series, right. Yeah. 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 I played Gears Four as an entry into the series, and so I don't have that much of an emotional attachment to it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of like, oh, cool, Dave Batista, yeah. amazing. Um, and the other thing that I think of it as well is because of the it's been tossed around as to whether or not he would actually play uh, Marcus Phoenix in a movie. Yeah. Which still have to have a look at. Yep. Uh, if he's locked in, it's kind of a way of sort of, I don't know, getting a proof of concept on it, isn't it? I think so. Um, yeah, as I said, I don't know if he's locked into a movie deal, but we, us fans have been wanting him in that role for a while. And we got him in a multiplayer character at Gears release, or just shortly after. But yeah, now we can play him in the campaign. 100%. So just, just a lot of, um, yeah, just a lot of uh, nothing here about him having been confirmed in okay. the movie. So yeah. Yep, we're also getting Gears Tactics on Xbox. So it's been on PC, uh, and it's a really bloody good game. What's so, what's so good about it? Gears Tactics. I've never played it. It's uh, Have you played XCOM? No, I haven't. So it's a strategic um, tactics game, and it's turn-based. So you have your, it's a kind of an isometric view. Yep. 
you have your uh, three or four squad mates, and then you've got to advance forward. You can only do two actions per turn, per person. So mm -hmm. a move and an attack, or a move and a sprint. And then you do your three or four characters. Then the enemy has their turn. Yep. And you've got to strategically place yourself so that you're behind cover, take out the enemy, throw a grenade into the um, the swarm that comes out of the ground, those kinds of things. So it's really tactical. It slows the game down a bit. So strategy. Strategy, like Strategy yes. version Big of strategy. Uh, Gears. I like it. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, we're also getting a re like a upgrade, visual upgrade. Not that it needed it. It's Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, my God. Such when I saw game. that. So... Um, as part of all the correspondence and everything, they have obviously sent through, by the way, here's your form full of all of your codes. Yep. And I was scrolling through and saw Ori Will of the Wisps. Yeah. And my heart skipped a beat because I haven't played that game oh, yet. Oh, wow. Um, I played, played Ori in the Blind Forest. Yep. Uh, and absolutely loved Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. But Will of the Wisps, I've just heard so much about. Um, Skittles has talked me to death about that game as yeah. well. Um, so I think that's probably one of the ones that I'm most excited for, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's going to be good. Um, in terms of testing the real meat of the Xbox Series X, we're going to have Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, okay, here we go. So now we're into the uh -huh. big dogs. So Assassin's yep. Creed Valhalla, we've got Watch Dogs Legion, yep. which actually releases tonight, I believe. And Zula's going to have a review up for us on GameOnOz.com. Rock and roll. There's I'm a big racing car racing fan, so Gear, uh, not Gears, uh, Dirt 5. Oh, now it's you coming. have said good things about the Dirt series. It's changed a lot over the years. So um, I started way back on Xbox 360 for me. It's now it's on PC too, but I've um, predominantly played Dirt on Xbox. And I just remember Dirt 1 was, I think, single player, and Dirt 2 was the first ta first taste of multiplayer. Yep. We had, And that was when... This, remember the TV show Heroes? Yes, yeah, yeah. So we'd go to yeah. my mate's place in Mount Lawley and, and have a have a feed and play some uh, Dirt. I think it was Dirt 2 and then watch some Heroes. Yeah, wow. So for what me, a that, night, mate. That, that night sounds amazing. Oh, it was incredible. Beers, everything. Awesome. So that's Dirt 5. Um, and then just going through the list, there's NFL 21, mm -hmm. which looks pretty damn good. And that's, that's what I want to see the 4K... Up to 120 FPS. Uh, That's yeah. the kind of game I want to test. Yeah. The, the jankiness or the following the player or how crisp and beautiful it is. So yep. that'll be a good one to see. Um, sea of Thieves is getting a visual upgrade, which is a, have you played Sea of Thieves? I have. It's so funny. I like it. It's so it's, fun. It's good fun. I. It's good fun. I. It's it's great playing it by yourself anyway, mm. but it's so much better played with mates. Definitely. Like a group of you just on the high seas, just getting stuck in. But yeah. I, I like I. It sort of, um, I kind of felt like when it launched, it just didn't have enough content. Like it, it ran out very quickly. And you couldn't play solo. So you had to group up with three, yeah. two other randoms. Yeah. And that threw me off a little bit at the start because I was got abused from the start. Yeah, right. Okay. I just didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> so. Well, you are on a ship of pirates, mate. This Come on. This is true. This is true. Um, I should have grown a, grown a few. Yeah. So, I, yeah. But the, like, I think they did a really, really good uh, job of turning the ship around. Definitely. Uh, and, um, you know, really servicing that game. I and think it's, it's a just beauty. constant updates yeah. all the time mm. and just that regular cadence of, of release after release after release and just adding more content because there's players that are just loving it and smashing it and wanting more. And like most online service games, you've got to keep up with that end player. Yeah. Uh, I think CFD's done a really good job. Great use of the word cadence there, by the way. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to throw these ones in. You get a ding for that. Yes. Uh, uh, what else? Yakuza Like a Dragon. So I haven't played a Yakuza game, but I've watched a lot of streamers play the previous ones mm -hmm. as a catch-up to while you know because I knew uh, Like a Dragon was coming. Yep. So they've I've watched uh, Co Carnage play them. I've watched my brother-in-law Jaza plays the latest Yakuza. Um, just look, just really rich story. It's, it's in subtitles, so if you if you can't if you're not a movie lover with subtitles and dubs, you may not enjoy it as much, but. It looks really damn cool. Um, we've just had Night Shepherd say, is it just me or does the main character from the new Yakuza look like Mugen from Samurai Champion? Now, I'm going to bring them up. Bring it um, up. So Yakuza like a dragon? Yep. Like a dragon. Main character. Mm. All right. So Ichiban Katsuga. Ichiban Katsuga. Uh, and let's have a look at, uh, what did he say, Mugen from Samurai Champion. Hmm. Images. Okay. There he is. And there he is. 
What do you reckon? Yes. Yes, I will cop that. I, I, will, I will cop that sweet. Actually, you bloody get one of these. Wow, 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 wow. That's a real moment. Very, very similar. What else we got? Uh, then you get to the ID at Xbox kind of games. So... Oh, my God. Hello, ID at Xbox. By the way, every weekend um, on the Goa Twitter, at GameOnOz underscore... Uh, at, ga- at GameOn underscore Oz, uh, we're giving away like between 15 and 20 indie games from ID so and Xbox for our partnership. So, yeah, amazing. People I'm, are loving I'm the games. Playing and reviewing a few of those. So I'm like, hey, they're going to enjoy that game. Yeah. So, yeah. There's no, some good. bloody good titles in there. You know, you like you see a list of indie games sent through, you think to yourself, there's going to be some shit games in here. There is some actually good ones. There's yeah. some absolute rippers. Yeah. Yep. So there's uh, a game called Bright Memory. Um, there is Enlisted Evergate. The Falconeer looks really interesting. Yes, it does. Uh, you got the old Fortnite there. Manifold Gardens, another one. Um, you got Planet Coaster coming. There's one called Tetris Effect Connected, which really looks really interesting. Mm. So I'll have to check that out. Can we just uh, hit pause for a second? And can I just bring up the Falconeer? Yes. <laughs> It does look Excuse good. Excuse me. And forgive me if you're listening to this on audio on our podcast um, and there's no actual words or anything to it, but just want to have a quick look at the Falconeer and see what we can glean from it at this point in time. This is the Path trailer and YouTube doesn't want to work. I've had issues with YouTube on this computer for a little while and I don't know why. Um, a lot of people excited about... Uh, Natty is excited about Tetris, Tetris Effect. Effect. yep. Yep, very excited about Tetris Effect. Uh, there's a game called The Tourist, spelled T-O-U-R-Y-S-T. Looks all right. Yep. Uh, WRC 9 FIA World Rally World Champs. Rally Championship. There's some... Oh, hang on, here we go. Here we go. Let the skies bellow with thunder upon thee. Of the chance of light, but some men only see what is to gain in water, in stone, in fire. And unfortunately, in this world, they are the ones who decide. That looks incredible. Doesn't that look like a triple A? That looks okay. like a triple A. Uh, in chat, I'm having a little bit of uh, feedback on it. Gamma's saying, wasn't it made by one person? If so, that's cool. We'll have a look. Yeah. Uh, Arion's saying, it's basically first person Devil May Cry. I argue it's basically Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword um, with uh, the way the flight path looks. But at the same time, um, the beautiful cell shading art that they've used for it the dystopian levels that we're going to be flying through. Oh, my God. And and on 4K, yeah. Ultra HD. Yeah. Oh, wow. Absolute wow. And it's interesting, like, because I'm reviewing a lot of indie games lately, and, and there's a lot that feel indie, but there's a lot that actually feel, you know, double AA, A, triple A. Yep. So, and you've got to think, all these massive games started as, AAA, uh, started as indie studios. Yeah, of course they did. Yeah. So it's yep. really interesting to see. And now that we've, you know, I've been in the industry four years now, which is not much, but I can see those studios starting to grow and find their feet and just take off. Putting out some so amazing stuff, yeah. isn't it? Great pun, by the way, considering the game we're talking about with the Falconeer. I love it. So that's, so there's about 30 games 
that are coming out either brand new or optimized for Series X and Series S on launch day. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about what's not there. Yeah, can we? Yep. What are you thinking? What are you thinking about what's not there? So obviously we know about Halo Infinite, mm. and we saw the demo recently, um, and they admitted it wasn't up to scratch in terms of how they portrayed the visuals and that. I was actually excited by it. Personally, I, I really enjoyed what I saw and what I heard and the, the gunplay and all that kind of thing, but I totally understand delays. Yep. Uh, another we had one, another big delay from Cyberpunk 2077 announced today, which yes. we'll cover off before the end of this. But yeah, go on. Um, I haven't seen on here Senua Hellblade, number two. Actually, that's a good point. Neither have I. And in fact, come to think of it, that music's really cool. Come to think of it, that title's gone very quiet. It has. Uh, Senua Hellblade 2. Okay, hang on. Let me see if I can find... Here's the official trailer that was released 10 months ago. Uh, I'm just going to wait for this to pop up. Oh, no, there's going to be an ad first. Ads. I can see the 15-second timer. No! Oh, no, it's skipped it. Great, fantastic. Oh, my God, are you serious? Are we buffering? We're buffering. Is this the music you were talking about? It gets better. Oh, I like it already. I'll commentate uh, for people listening to the podcast. Yes. A mountain in the distance with smoke. A woman amongst fire. More mountains. More woman in fire. Eyes closed. More mountains and a hut with smoke. A skull amongst other bones. Hands and only arms hanging. Jesus Christ. Man, I can't keep up with what it is that I'm watching here. This is in this is insane. Like scary. Have you played the first one? No. Very psychological. They give you lots of warnings at the front saying if you have mental challenges or if you're affected by heavy emotional stories, don't play. And they up they put that right up front. Because it deals with some heavy things. But really, really, really deep and rich game to play. What's the plot of the first story? Uh, it's just a rough plot. To help us out, but um, really, it's what's in her head. So she's right. fighting the demons in her head yep. to go through the challenges that she's going through. Uh, I watched my brother-in-law Jazza play it uh, probably a few months ago, and incredible. And so when I saw this um, this trailer come up, not only does the music sound epic, enough, it's like that guttural throat yeah. singing. Um, yeah. But yeah, just it looks incredible. <laughs> this, the first comment in the YouTube is my mum sings this to me every night when I can't sleep. <laughs> well done, sir. Oh, whoever you are, well done and thank you. Um, yeah, haven't seen anything. Um, so, Raphael, do I know more, anything more about Avowed? No, it's not on our list. Uh, this is not an exhaustive list. Um, it does say... We've got these 30 games coming. Then it says things like uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War coming November 13. Mm. Destiny 2 Beyond Light launches on November 10, but is then optimized on Series X and S on December 8. Yeah, right. So it's coming to current gen November 10 and then optimized for the X and S. <sighs> Does this get me back into Destiny 2? Um, Does I it? Because I'm talking to Sticks a lot and I'm like, damn it. I'm so close. But is there I- cross play in Destiny yet? Destiny um, 2? I don't there, know if there is. I'm not sure. Actually, I feel there is. The players might be able to help us out. Cross-play plans detailed. How intergenerational so-and-so, how intergenerational blah, blah, blah will work. Uh, cross-play will work. Okay. Um, how to play with Guardians on... Oh, this might be just a, one of those So it's not things. cross-play, it's just cross-generations. It sticks same. Intergenerational cross-play. 
for 2020. So, yes, across generations. So, if you have a PS5, you'll be able to play with PS4 players, um, but uh, right. not mixing into okay. other yep. platforms. Yep. And uh, Raphael's... They're saying... looking at, at cross-play across all systems in 2021. Okay. Mm. That'd be cool. Because well, I've been well, playing... We're not far off from that, are we? No, I've been playing a lot of games that have got cross-play. So, what did I play recently? I played the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War beta. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to see in the player list like Steam, PlayStation, Xbox players. Yep. And it's not always the Steam, PC, mouse, Master Race people that were winning. It was, you know, if you've got skill on the on the console, like I'm sure Sticks and a few other console players have got, they probably kick my bum. Skills get kills. Um, then, so Awaken, I think. And then there's a secret progress from Zenimax, which is Bethesda, which is a possible MMORPG, which I would froth over because I love my MMORPGs. Yeah, I know you do. Um, what else? There's a game called The Medium, which comes out December 10, which I actually liked the trailer of. I was actually watching Raphael and the Vimesy um, commentating over the announcement of those ones. Yep. Psychological horror video game. Yep. Cool. That uh, sounds good. There's a game called Chorus, which I think is spelt with a V instead of a U, like the band. Ah, Bloober Team, who are doing that, The Medium, did Blair Witch in 2019. Yeah, and Bloober Team also did uh, Observer which is getting a system redu- redo or redux. Yep. So that's an upgrade, a visual upgrade of the 2017 game, which I actually reviewed on GameWorlds.com. So have oh, a read there. Very nice. Psychological thrillers. Sometimes I like them, sometimes I hate them. Like, you got to, for, for me, like when I was playing Observer, I was right into it because it, de- de- it was a detective story. Mm. Then it started getting psychological and it was actually messing with my head such that I, wrought, I hated when it got thrillery. Like but there's these jump scenes, which is all part of it. That's part yeah, of the whole thing. Yep. And that's what the effect it had on me was anxious, anxiety. And so I had, I hated the little, like the one stage that has a monster that will, if you're in the light, it'll come and scream and come and get you. Yeah. But so, did, okay. So is that, is that the desired effect there? It is. That's what they wanted to achieve. It, like, so they've, so they've done a good job. A very good job. Yeah. Cause I'm not, I don't get anxiety very often, but these games, in a good way, gave me anxiety. Like yep. not 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 so much that I had to go off and and stop playing and and have a break, but just got me in that mood. And and that's what, that was what they're aiming for, clearly. So Gamma's just asked. Uh, I he said uh, should get Pete to play Phasmophobia. Oh, have you played it? No, I haven't. I haven't, no? I haven't got VR. Okay, so it's, it's a VR, VR game. game. Yeah, yeah. No, I, th- I think I'll be right. <laughs> yeah, it does for the strip. Like it's interesting. You're watching people stream it, and they're in VR, and they're feeling the fear. And there's only so much fear that that can convey when we're watching it behind a Twitch screen. Yeah, I'm I'm even looking at this just in Google right now. Get stuffed. <laughs> like no yeah. way. Stray Jacket said, "Come on, come around. You can borrow mine." Um, uh, mate, any any others um that you've felt because we're we're just starting to creep into um Lukey Bangers's time. Oh, it's true, true. And All I'm right. conscious of making sure that we quickly cover off Cyberpunk 2077 yeah. no, and what happened today. Um, but yeah. any other big notable ones from you? No, as a, as a summary, like extremely excited to get into these games. Um, uh, there's no, you know, besides Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, Yakuza, Dirt 5, and a few others. That That's what I'm really looking at, looking forward to. Yep. I'm also looking forward to seeing the Forza, the Gears, the Ori, the Will of the Wisp upgrades, visual upgrades. Yeah. Uh, I went and bought myself a 4K TV just for this purpose. Oh, you're beauty. So that's good. Uh, it's much smaller than my 110-inch home theater screen, which I'll be doing most of my gaming on. Yep. But yeah, when I try it, I want to try it out. That 120 FPS sounds delicious. Um, now, but yes, let's talk Cyberpunk. Yeah, let's talk Cyberpunk 2077. And I'm going to find the Twitter account. I found a very interesting Twitter account today. And once I type it in, you will know. But it's at Andy, uh, And Andy is... And I'm going to try and get this right. Andrew Zawashki. Zawashki. Uh, he is the father slash senior game designer at CD Projekt Red. RPG design lead for cyberpunk game, board game lover, and all his opinions are his own as well. Fair uh, just today, we heard the news that Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed yet again. It came with a tweet uh, at the time of us recording this about 17 hours ago, <clears throat> and it says... The comment in the tweet itself actually says we have important news to share with you. Uh, it's been quoted, uh, quote tweets and retweets almost 100,000 times, 240,000 odd likes. 
But from the Cyberpunk 2077 team, it says, Hey everyone, today we've decided to move the release date of Cyberpunk 2077 by 21 days. The new release date is December 10th. Most likely, there are many emotions and questions in your heads. So, first and foremost, please accept our humble apologies. The biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of it, Xbox One, X compatibility on Xbox Series S, X, PS4, Pro compatibility on PS5, PC, Stadia, while working from home. Since Cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards almost being a next-gen title somewhere along the way, we need to make sure everything works well and every version runs smoothly. We're aware it might seem unrealistic when someone says that 21 days can make any difference in such a massive and complex game, but they really do. Some of you might also be wondering what these words mean in light of us saying we achieved Gold Master some time ago. Passing certification or going gold means the game is ready, can be completed, and has all content in it. But it doesn't mean we stop working on it and raising the quality bar. On the contrary, this is the time where many improvements are being made, which will then be distributed via a day zero patch. This is the time period we undercalculated. We feel we have an amazing game on our hands and are willing to make every decision, even the hardest ones, if it ultimately leads to you getting a video game you'll fall in love with. Yours, Adam Badovsky and Marcin Vinsky. Now, uh, <clears throat> initially, some of the feedback I was seeing um, was actually quite positive. And I think yep. a lot of the feedback from the community is quite positive. Um, but uh, <laughs> some of the other things that I'm seeing is a whole lot of people are shitty because they've booked time off yeah. to play the game. I, and I kind of understand that, but, you know. Oh, well, I, under, I understand it. Yeah. Like I, I, but at the same time, I mean, if, you'd, if you're a gamer worth their salt, uh, you know that you know games as big as this, yep. they get delays. So <clears throat> you're just going to have to run with it. Um, the thing that I wanted to touch on just really quickly was this tweet from Atzor Andy. And it says, I want to address one thing in regards of the cyberpunk game delay. I understand you're feeling angry, disappointed, and want to voice your opinion about it. However, sending death threats to the developers is absolutely unacceptable and just wrong. We are people just like you. Uh, which is um, incredibly good point. Incredibly good point. Uh, and I think he's going through some stuff because uh, on October 23, um, he tweeted, daily reminder, fuck depression. There's nothing shameful in therapy or meds. People shaming these can go fuck themselves too. Be strong. Don't give up. Hashtag depression. Hashtag fuck depression. Yeah. So you obviously, crunch <clears throat> yeah, um, you know, and I, I can't imagine that copying that sort of stuff from the community helps either. Mm. As we know, as we all know, I think there's a lot of just absolute resident dickheads that reside along all of these social media platforms. Um, and you, you build a skin to it eventually and just sort of take it with a pinch of salt. But at the same time, the, just the sheer amount and volume yeah. of that sort of stuff it's that they just, must yeah. get off the back of a delay like this. It's not good at all. Like would be extraordinary. I feel like one day, and it probably would never happen, but I feel like one day a AAA studio needs to go, all right, enough's enough. This game's not on anymore. Yeah. Like someone yeah. has to <laughs> Could have you imagine? To... Could you imagine if they came out and said, we're sick of it. We're yeah. sick of all of you and sending these death threats and stuff. We're not releasing yep. the game. Because that, that like by rights, if not for the fact they're obviously tied to their stakeholders and yeah, money and all that sort of stuff. And that's the big right, thing, yeah. They don't have to. Like, it's not yep. our game as a community exactly. and as players. It's not ours. But, we, but there are a lot of yeah. people out there who just feel uh, feel entitled, you know? Yes. Anyway. It's not good. Um, <coughs> you know, if, if we were AAA developers too, you could probably feel and see, you know, from the outside in, it's always looking greener um, where they could have done better or, or worse. But to have death threats mm. in any business, not just gaming, but any, any business, like... If I had someone call me at my um, medical supplies company and just say, "Look, your service is shit. I'm gonna knock you." Yep. That would that would rattle the entire business. Yeah, absolutely, it would. Probably get police involved. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. Whereas, the internet uh, trolls, I guess, as you want to call them, there's no recourse. Like, yeah. No, there is none. No. Mind you, we're starting to see glimpses. Um, there was the case in Victoria recently. I think it was Victoria. It might have been New South Wales, where. Um, the police actually tracked down somebody who uh, racially vilified and criticized on social media, one of the Tigers players. I oh, think. right. Okay. Yeah, and that's, he's, he's yeah, been charged cool. and he's going to appear in court. So that's what that, that stuff. Cause I didn't know that that needs to be public. Like yeah, that kind yep. of behavior is not acceptable. Um, and so in probably in that inner circle of footy players 
and their social scenes, it's probably been you know, publicly shamed. Mm. But yeah, just more of that, more of that communication needs to be out there that it's not acceptable. Um, you know, it, we're not making the game ourselves. We're the consumer. Yep. Yes, consumers have rights, but, uh, you know, it's going to be ready when it's ready. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, that point, finally, it's going to be ready when it's ready. I'd like, I'd rather a delayed masterpiece than yes. a rushed 7 out of 10. Yeah. And I know Cyberpunk 2077 and CG Project Red have come under fire recently for the crunch that they're putting yep. their employees through, which is, um, you know, just, just rampant throughout the development industry, particularly with AAA games and stuff like that. And obviously, they've all got their own issues to sort out, yep. that aside. Um, but... <clears throat> Absolutely, I think we've all we've always said it on this this show and as a team um, that much rather a delay and get yeah. a perfect game. Yeah, yep. I mean, um, you can grumble about it for two more weeks or three more weeks, and then you're going to be playing it and you're going to be loving it. That's it, isn't it? You know, so mm -hmm. if they were to release it now, it'd be like kind of like Anthem story. Yeah, Possi yeah, possibly. Yeah, no, you're right. If there's any fault at all, and look what happened gonna, there. Yeah, they're going to get picked on. It's in so. the dollar bin at JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> Don't want that to happen to CD Projekt no. Red Cyberpunk 2077. They've got Jesus such a good Christ. record. They had some rough rough starts with The Witcher 1, which was their very first game uh, coming off the the, the, the books, the novels. Mm. They improved Witcher 2. Witcher 3 is amazing and was voted our game of the decade, yep. the last decade, 2010 to 2019. And this is their next really big thing. So from the, the Night City Live shows that we've seen recently, Cyberpunk 27 is worth waiting for. Oh, my goodness. So Bring it on. Be good. Bring it on. Uh, now, before we go, uh, I've just popped over to his Twitter. I'm talking about Xbox Pope. So Xbox Pope is a bloke from England, uh, Newcastle upon Tyne. You're right. Yes, I'm the Xbox Pope. And this guy has got uh, garnered a following, huge following on his Instagram. He's like 70-odd thousand on Instagram, 25,000 on Twitter. Um, but he's garnered a following because of the amazing graphical designs that he does. I actually looked at his Instagram to see, okay, who's Xbox Pope? And it was a wall of Xboxes. Yeah. Like just different skins and different art. And that's what he's done. Yeah. He's made a name for himself out of his graphic design. Yeah. of the. And like now all I see is Xbox Pope stuff. Yeah. We've landed him. He's going to be on our show in a couple of weeks' time. So lock it in. Uh, it'll be Wednesday, the 11th of November at 5 p.m. Australian Western Standard Time. Uh, if you're AEDT, that's 8. And then in the middle, somewhere in the middle. So um, he will be on the show and he'll be talking about his amazing rise. Uh, by then, um, we'll have been able to muck around with the Xboxes. Yep. I'm sure he's got his as well yeah. uh, and getting stuck in. So he is officially locked in. We're going to look forward to that. That's going to be great. Um, mate, that's it for us tonight. We're going to hand things over to Lukey Bangers, who's going to take over for us. It's been a pleasure. Been awesome. Thank you, it's bro. Been, how many months has it been that we can't come into the studio? And... Uh, it's been about six months. Yeah. Yeah. So that it's... we haven't allowed people into the studio outside of our, our collective team. So. Thank you for the opportunity. No, really thank good you. to see you in person. Uh, you too, and mate. And talk to the legends on chat as well. Yeah. No, 100%. Great to have you guys along. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Uh, we will catch you very soon. Uh, have a great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, don't forget to save. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.